Welcome to the Life and Money Coach Podcast, show 19. Inspiring you to financial independence and to a life that you love. This is the Life and Money Coach Podcast with military officer and chaplain, seasoned real estate investor and entrepreneur, and certified performance coach for leaders at all levels. Jerry St. Pierre has inspired thousands to unleash their potential, and he is here to empower you to live a purpose-filled life. This is extraordinary. Every day, it's the Life and Money Coach Podcast. And now your host, Coach Jerry St. Pierre. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Life and Money Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Jerry St. Pierre. I want to jump right into the five financial conditions that we've been talking about. And today I want to focus in on just one of them. I want to talk about financial condition one. This is financial destruction, financial destruction. So in the, in financial destruction, you're in excessive consumer debt. There's financial stress. You might be in collections. You're in financial bondage. You owe money to for car notes, or maybe you've rented your furniture, and so rent to buy furniture. You're a lot. Of, you're doing a lot of financing to meet your needs and your desires in life. You you tend to be spending more money than you're bringing in, or you're at least kind of neck and neck. But in this case, you're not neck and neck because you've got obligations that you can't afford to pay. You feel out of control with your spending, and this. This is an emotionally draining place to be. And I've got several friends that I know that have been there and it's a hard place to be. And so before I jump into this and I start talking about head hard hand alignment, some action steps to take to get you out of this position, I want to encourage you. You don't, you're not trapped. You're, you're temporarily here. If you'll take the steps and begin to, to shape your mind and heart and hands, and an alignment to get you out of the destruction and into some of the higher levels, the more desirable levels of your financial condition, okay? So be encouraged, there's hope for you. So here's what I wanna do. I wanna talk about destruction, financial destruction. I wanna give you some good examples, some action steps to take, and then I wanna talk about head, heart, hand alignment to get you where you need to be. Now the head, heart, hand alignment, this is the coaching aspect. So this is the life and money coach Podcasts. A lot of times I think there's a, there's a lot of great shows out there that I enjoy listening to great podcasts that are great on the money side. And but sometimes we're, we're missing kind of the, the coaching side because money is very personal. That's why it's personal finances, right? And so I want to, I want to help you get a framework to kind of be able to coach yourself so that you can break free of some of the barriers that are holding you back. Like it's not enough to have information. Right. I mean, I can have information and do nothing with it. This happens all the time. Why? Because there's something either in our head, heart or hands that's holding us back from doing something with the information to getting us where we need to be. Right. So we want to get on head, heart, hand alignments with some very practical things that you can use to begin to take you from the financial deep, uh, financial destruction into financial dependence and eventually financial independence and abundance so that you can do work that you love, so that you can enjoy your life to the fullest and money doesn't get in the way. All right, so let's jump in. So here are some examples of financial destruction. Consumer debt, credit cards, 
leases, car notes, credit cards at the, the JCPenney or the whatever the stores are. We don't do um, credit cards at these stores. Kohl's, I think, has them. Target, whatever these stores that, you know, we, we, you start running a credit line there and, it's, and you're not paying it off, so you're getting charged interest. Payday loans where you're being charged a significant amount of interest to get money a few days or weeks earlier prior to your next paycheck. And so before you ever get paid, you've already lost money because you did a payday loan. High credit card balances, poor saving habits, money comes in, money goes out. You have little to no assets. Now an asset is something that you could sell and make money or something that is producing an income for you like a, a, a real estate, rental properties or dividend stocks, uh, anything that's that, that you could sell off and bring in money that, that's an asset. You're spending more than you earn and a lot of it is going to consumer debt. You're living it up and you're broke all at the same time, okay? This is financial destruction. This is some examples of what it looks like. So let's talk about action steps that you could take now to go from financial destruction to financial dependence, which is kind of that next level up on the financial condition scale that we have, okay? I wanna invite you to focus on your mindset change. There's gotta be a mindset change here. There's gotta be a social network change. Start getting around people who aren't living that kind of lifestyle. And focus on income generation and spending control. Okay, so these are some action steps for you to take. So now that we've got some action steps, I wanna focus on head, heart, hands and getting those in alignments towards this. So when we speak of our head, we're speaking of our mindset, our vision, our ability to see the way forward, to take us from where we are to this next step in life, next level in life, okay? So that's our head space, that's our mindset, that's our vision. If you're in financial destruction, I want to invite you to read The Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. And the reason I like this is he, in that book, he goes over quite a few money myths and things that are, that you're probably falling into traps of money that that's just holding you back. And so this will increase awareness. You'll be able to see when you're about to make a poor financial decision and maybe begin to change some of your behaviors that have led to this place in life. So learn about money mistakes and what money mistakes to avoid because you're probably making some or you may just get lured into some if you're not careful. So I also want to invite you to read How Successful People Think by John Maxwell. I just finished this one a couple of weeks ago. Great book on the pivot that successful people make in their thinking compared to pivots that non-successful people make in their, their thinking, okay? So it talks about mindset, decision makings, kind of how to navigate life from a successful person's mindset. And so great read. Both of these books are not hard to read. You can pick them up and enjoy them, get your highlighter out, take notes, think about yourself, do some self-reflection, and kind of work on your head space to say, okay, here's how I need to be thinking and looking at the world, okay? And I, I want to invite you to find some financially smart people and start hanging around them. You, you might feel a little uncomfortable because you might think they're out of your class, but dress for success, go hang around people that they seem to have their financial life together and just see how they make decisions. See if they're, what's different between what you're doing and what they're doing because who you hang around really does begin to shape the course of your life, right? 
So find you some, some new friends. Go to a church where you find business owners there and, and go hang out at lunch with them, okay? Join the community associations that you've got around uh, through the Kiwana Club or other community nonprofits that are making a difference. Those who are kind of the key people making the differences, hang around them, right? Because it's, they may just be where you need to be. And just from hanging around them, they'll begin to reshape your mindset, okay? So this is your headspace. Now, for your heart space, remember your heart is the I want and I don't want. The I will and I will not. Okay, that's, that's what's deep within us. We, this starts coming out early on. When you tell a kid no and they stand up to you and say, yes, I will. Or you tell them no and you turn your back and they get that cookie out the cookie jar anyway, right? That's the I will. Okay, and that's the I will not, the kids that get defiant and throw a tantrum. I will not go in my car seat today. For those of you who are parents out there, you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? This is ingrained in who we are, soul autonomy. The I want, I don't want. The I will, I will not. And this doesn't go away because we get older. We mature, our bodies mature. We, we hopefully will have some emotional maturity, some mental maturity. We go through, you know, the PHA uh, stages of development or Eric Erickson's uh, social, psychosocial development or these different developmental models that are out there. And we should be growing into the next level as we grow up. But as we grow up, the I will and I will not doesn't change. That's still a part of us. What needs to change is what I will and what I will not. That de the definition of those, the things that we want and don't want, the things that I will and I will not, hopefully is changing for you and I over time. And so it makes for better relationships, it makes for better uh, marriage life, it makes for a better financial life. It, it just makes for a better life and we're able to kind of say, okay, I need to change this about me. And most of this starts in the heart space of who we are. It's a spiritual formation that we have to take. Okay, and so if you're in financial destruction, there's probably some things deep inside your heart that needs work needs to be done there. And, and it's not, don't take it as an attack, because it's not an attack, it's just, I think, being honest with ourselves and putting a mirror on ourselves and say, what is it about me that has led me to be in this situation? And what is it about me that can lead me to the next level? And that's that coaching piece, okay, it's that being honest with ourselves. And the same thing is true once you get to financial flexibility, all the way to financial independence. There's always work to be done because we have to change and adapt to our, our new, our new set of mindset, our new uh, heart set, our new handset, and the, the new space in life that this is creating for us. And so let me encourage you today to not neglect what's in the heart of who you are. You have to do work there. You can't run. You have to go to the heart. So what's some of the work that you can do here? Just some things to think about. Prime the pump for you and where you are in your story. Get a vision from deep within of what your life could be. Not, not a good vision for your mind and looking around from your mind, but like what is deep in your heart? What do you truly want? I wish... I could, I could have some stability in my life. For some of you, that might just be what you're saying right now. I wish I just had stability. Perhaps you're a single mom. I wish I had a man who could help, that I could trust. 
I wish that if I were honest, I wish that I could not be, not live with my parents anymore, but kind of break out of this. I wish I could go back to school and study this and create XYZ as a result of my studies. I wish I could write out a check and help a family out at Christmas time. Like what is, what is it deep inside of you that would just stir you to action if you thought it was possible? You see what I mean? It's what do you want deep down inside? And here's what I want to encourage you to do. In spite of the fear, in spite of the self-doubt, in spite of looking around where you are right now saying, this is too much, I can't break out of this, I don't see a way forward, that's getting your head space. I want you to go to your heart space and say, if I didn't have to worry about where I am today, if I could wave that magic wand, this is what my life would be in three to five years, in 10 years. And I want you to write that down. I want you to, no joke, write it down, draw pictures. I Me, mean, I draw houses and little banks. That's what I do when it comes to my finances, okay? But also a vision for my kids, for my marriage. And I, I try to write these things down and capture it in a way that's meaningful to me. Even though I'm nowhere near 65 years old, 70 years old, I say nowhere near, relatively speaking, it's going to come very quickly, but that's still 20, 25 years from now, 30 years from now. But I have to have a vision of what that's going to look like. What do I want my life to be then? But think about the next three to five years and, and write down and draw a picture, whatever, write a poem, whatever it is you do that's your creative side of where you want to be, irrespective of when you look around and see your current situation. Because, when, listen, there's this old saying that a mind changed against the will is of the same opinion still. You got to want it. it. Changing mindsets and doing all the work up here ain't going to do nothing if you're not going to do the work inside your heart. You see what I'm telling you? You got to do the work internally. And so the fear, the, the shame, the, the I can'ts, the insecurities, all of that's going to show up right now. It's all going to show up as you do this. Write it down anyway and be courageous enough to say, even though I'm afraid, even though I feel ashamed and embarrassed about where I'm at, this is where I want to be. I'm writing it down. I'm going for it. I will this. I will work towards this. Okay. This is the heart space. What's that dream that you have? What will peace look like for you? What will your ideal life look like for you? Write it down. Be descriptive. Write it in a way that's meaningful to you, that really captures. And I'll tell you, this should not be a two-minute exercise. This, if you've not done this journey before, this can take days, weeks, and maybe even months of staying on it. But once you've got it, you'll get it down to one page. It'll be so refined and locked in because you've done the heart space work to say, okay, here's where I need to be in life. Here's where I'm going. You with me on that? That's your heart. I want, I don't want. I will, I will not. Go down deep within. Be very honest. Go past the emotion and write it down. Are you with me? Go do it. It'll be good for you. Now, when we deal with the heart, we have to deal with the emotions. So I've been alluding to this the whole time. Emotions have a way of making us very uncomfortable as we think about our life or how we're experiencing life or how we're experiencing a certain situation. 
Emotions can either really affirm us or beat us up. But emotions at the end of the day is just, emotions are just information that tells us how we're experiencing a situation. So as you go to the heart space, there's going to be a lot of emotion that comes up because you're dealing with the condition of your own heart and soul at this point. And so stress, anxiety, fear often comes with debt, financial destruction, financial insecurity, insecurity about who you are as a person and in life. And I'm not good enough. I'm not seeing accomplishment. Those the emotions associated with those experiences can be very powerful. And, and it often is an inhibitor to you and I actually taking steps with our hands to get where we need to be. Even if we're reading all the books and doing all the mindset stuff, our emotions can stop us from taking action. Even if we've done the hard work that we've been talking about today, our emotions can get in a way. So I want to invite you to pay attention to your emotions and say, okay, I, I know this is fear. I'm just not feeling good enough. I'm very insecure about who I am, where I'm going in life. In spite of these things, I'm going to write this stuff down like Jerry St. Pierre is encouraging me to do. And I'm going to go anyway and lean into this journey, even though it's going to be hard. So you can't let the emotions get in the way. You have to go in spite of the emotion because the emotions are going to go with you because no matter where you all go, there you are, right? So pay attention to your emotions. Don't let them get in the way. Now, your hand space. When we talk about head, heart, and hands, when we talk about hands, we're talking about our technical skills, our habits, the things which we're doing in life, which we're automating in life. That's the technical things of life and your relationships and your money and kind of what you do day in and day out, the skills you bring to bear. That's your technical, okay? For, for If you're in financial destruction, I want to encourage you this. Set a goal to increase your income and decrease your expenses. Okay, so this is what to do with your hands. Like, no joke, how can I increase my income even though I may need to physically work to go do it, which you should be working, and then decrease my expenses. What changes do I need to make to get some margin in my life to where I have breathing room at the end of the month financially? You got to get that financial margin. It's, it's pivotal to going through all the levels of, of all the financial conditions up to abundance. And so use the difference between your income and expenses, the savings that you have, to get out of the hole that you're in. Okay, so you've got to get after it. So get more work, get a better job, start a side hustle, learn a new skill. Here's one. If you don't, if you don't have it already, save a thousand dollars. Just like no joke, save a thousand dollars. You'll feel good that you got a thousand dollars in the bank. Okay. So garage sale, stuff around your house, go to other people's garage sales. If you know, like, I know somebody who likes to buy those uh, floor buffers like Walgreens. You know, you see him buffing floors. He knows how to fix them. He'll buy them for a few hundred bucks and they're broken, a couple hundred bucks to fix them, and then he'll sell them for a couple of thousand, okay? And he makes a good little side hustle on that, right? Find what are you good at and take it to the market space and make money and, and bring in extra money so that you have margin now to begin to breathe financially. Save that $1,000. Reduce your expenses. Stop spending money on non-essentials. Uh, these 
monthly subscriptions that we have all over the place now for, you know, YouTube has subscriptions, Spotify, all these different online subscription pieces, unless they're adding significant value to your head, heart, hand space, consider getting rid of them. Small, yes, it's, it's money, right? At this point, you need extra money. Consider not eating out as much. What behavioral changes you need to make there? Some big ones. Consider moving out of where you live into another space. For example, in my life, when I was in school, I was married, three, two children at the time, working on my master's degree. We lived with my wife's father for about two years before we bought a house. So important to us. So I could focus in on my school, adding career capital to who I am, okay, and keeping my expenses down, which is so the value added by my father-in-law allowing us to stay in a couple of his bedrooms and not pay utilities was significant to where we are today financially. So it may mean making a big jump for you and in, in where you live. And you know, if you're single, consider roommating up with someone where you rent a room and two others rent a room and you know, a three bedroom house and you split the rent down the middle, utilities down the middle. Perhaps you just created some margin there. Perhaps sell some of these expensive cars that you're driving around and buy a clunker that, that works fine for three or four grand and, and use a good Toyota Honda. That's my go-to's. That's, you know, in relatively good shape. And then now you've got some cash sitting around. You can put your savings. You got to make some big money moves and some small, very small money moves right now to create as much margin as you can in your life. Monthly margin and then like monthly income and expense margin and then margin in your savings account so that you have some margin in major expenses or employment changes, that kind of thing. So you've got to, you've got to begin to move to create margin in your life. And these are some of the things that I want you to think about. The debt snowball, once you've got some margin, once you've got $1,000 in the bank, once you've you know gotten rid of some of your big expenses, now I want monthly expenses. Now I want you to begin to attack those debts that are getting in the way through a debt snowball. And so basically what you do here is you rack and stack your debts, lowest amount to highest amount, and you, you pay off the lowest one first, and you just keep going and going and going until you get them all paid off. It may take you a year, may take you a couple of years, read some good books on how to get out of debt as far as, uh, you know, different ways to negotiate with lenders and, and or those that you owe money to, get creative, get smart, get after it, and get yourself out of debt. So important. Again, read the Total Money Makeover. Dave Ramsey, in my humble opinion, is very good at getting people out of debt. Okay, so listen to the Dave Ramsey show, listen to this podcast, get on others about how to get out of debt, get educated here so that you can see, do the heart space so that you're not letting emotion get in the way, and get after it with your hands, actually create the habits and systems and, and programs in your own personal financial life where you are actually accomplishing these tasks. And what's going to happen is you're going to, you're going to begin to create as you begin to wrestle through in your mind and heart, you're going to create kind of this way forward, this, this map going forward. And I like to call that your money map. And I have a money map that I do every year. We, we, we just did ours for 2023. And so the money map says, here's where money's going to go. Here's what it's going to do when it gets there. And I automate as much of it as I can. And all I've got to do is pay attention to my spending and, and get to work. 
and get to work and make this thing happen. So create your money map and then get after it and make it happen for the next 12 months and then take a moment at the end of next year, at the end of this year and celebrate. Okay, we did something significant this year. So this is financial destruction and kind of how to get out of it. So get rid of the excessive debt, find, find your way free of the financial bondage, start bringing in more income, decreasing expenses, create that margin, and get after it hard. You have to put in the work. Do that vision where you do the work on your heart, write it down, create that money map, get after it, listen to the podcast every week. We'll bring you content and encouragement to help you get there. We're bringing in experts to help you think about how to get after it. And so surround yourself with people who are on this journey who can help you get there. Those who've been there, done that, we got your back. So that's why we're here. So anyways, financial destruction, temporary. You can get out of it. We got your back. Thanks for joining in today. Until next time, this is Extraordinary Every Day. It's the Life and Money Coach Podcast. Loved this episode of the Life and Money Coach Podcast? Head over to iTunes or Google Play to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Visit lifeandmoneycoachpodcast.com to join the community. Thank you.